Hi guys, it's Liam from the Parker Monkey Podcast. Just a quick announcement to say thank you to the Bracknell for allowing us to use their music. This song's called Fell by the Wayside. The music's going to be playing on in the background, so enjoy them, check them out, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Parker Monkeys podcast. This is episode four. I am joined with Brandon. I was going to say I'm joined by Bron, then your, your new dog. So I'm like, hold yeah. on, mate. Am I not in this podcast anymore? Hey, up, lad, you're all yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling Bron. I'm calling him Brondom at the minute. Brondom. This is a f- Brondom. Oh. It's a condom. Yeah. <laughs> or Brunana. How's it getting Ron-ton- on? Ronton. It's alright, it's a fucking arsehole. Fucking Bron. His arse smells like Bronton. Brontomino Bay. <laughs> fucking Brontomino. Oh, mate, oh, looking yeah. honestly. So, yeah, I'm just coming up with like br- Bron puns for him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's alright, I mean, we named him after Bron of the Blackwater. Do you know, Game of Thrones? Do you know, I do. The fucking. I do. The sex mad fucking. <laughs> Crafty bastard, that's what he is, mate, at the minute. Right, little fucker. Needs to get his bollocks chopped off. So, yeah. So, how you been, mate? What you been up to? Any music? Any new things? Any gigs? Um, just to be fair, mate, I've had a, a solid week at work. I did all seven days last week, mate, so I'm a little bit tired. Um, but I'm buzzing because, as we've mentioned a couple of times, we've got uh, the enemy's frontman, Tom Clock. Acoustic gig on Friday in at the Hairy Doggy Derby, which I'm looking forward to. Yes, we do. Yeah. I am fucking buzzing for it, mate. It's going to be good. It's going to be my first sober gig. Yes, I'm mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be. Exactly. Apparently, I'm like bastards. Man, I can only go two ways though. If I'm honest, it's it's it's. it's well, I was sitting in the middle of the like the dance floor, pissing my pants and. Or music might not sound the same again. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. I'm, I'm done for gigs. Uh, I mean, I suppose the big thing is my uh, my youngest kid, my son Connor, turns 18 on Saturday, so we we uh, legally be able to drink from Saturday. Unfortunately, it won't be legal to drink at the Hairy Dog on Friday, but the day after it's his 18th birthday, so they're all grown up too Happy quick. Happy birthday, mate! Happy birthday, Connor! That's fucking brilliant. I can't believe he's 18. That's madness. Absolutely, masters. I remember seeing him at the football, you know, with his little derby shirt on. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell, our time has flown. And you can tell it's flown as well because we both look like shit. Not too bad, not too bad. (laughs) You look fucking better than me. And I look like fucking Jim Royal, I do at the minute. (laughs) 
Oh, I won't go that. I won't go that far, mate. I won't go that far. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not pissed off this week. I got over the old uh, the why not um, revelations, and I looked at the, the I looked at the lineup again. And it's it's all it's it's a festival, isn't it? You know, if you have got tickets, you're going to go and you're going to have a great time. And you know, the band the bands are good, but I just expected a little bit more. I think it was it was hard because, like I said last year, you had. You know, Royal Blood, Kasabian, Paul Weather. The year before, you had uh, the Cortinas and the Blossoms, and, and do you know what I mean. So I was, I was just, it's always got better year after year after year after year. Uh, but other than the Chief, you know, I, I still say to stay, mate. Snow Patrol and Jamie T aren't headliners, but we're both decent artists. You know what I mean. So, but I've got over that now. I'm not going to why not this year. So I've got over it. You're not going. It. You're not going. No, mate. No, because. Um, we're going on holiday uh, quite close to it so we to be fair we talked about it and we said we'll wait for the line to come out obviously if Liam was there or you know Cortina's or the Prodigy something like that then obviously we would have got last minute tickets but looking at that line even though it, it is you know the smaller stage is going to be really good but you know look it's not enough it's not enough for me to tempt me you know I could go and see Noel Gallagher anywhere on like a solo he's, he's doing a solo tour anyway so I don't need to go to White Not for the weekend just to see Noel if that makes sense yeah but you know it's one of those things so I'm talking, like, I mean there's like Glastonbury I've not I've not been going to Glastonbury for a while now just <clears throat> I'm just not a fan of some of the stuff that comes out there some of the things that are happening and um, yeah um, Glastonbury's never it, do you know what Liam like, as much as I will watch it on on telly. You know the good the bands that I want to see. But two hundred thousand people, mate. It's just too it's too much for me. I mean Trina, the missus, she went to Isle of Wight festival not not last year, the year before with the mate. The, you know the lineup was more more their taste than mine, shall I say? What 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 was the what was the music? Um, it was. Kasabian were there, but there was a lot of you know. Even though I love, I absolutely love the beautiful South, and I'd love to see Paul Heaton. Oh, great band! Yeah, they're fantastic. But they were there, and then there was a lot of. Um, I don't. It was not it, nothing that really grabbed my attention. You know, if I went there, I would have obviously seen Kasabian. I would have seen Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott. But I can't really remember the full lineup. But she went to Isle of Wight, and she said it was the best festival, best organised festival she'd ever been to. And, and we've been to a few, so to be fair, she said it was really, really good. So I'm not, I'm just not. But in all fairness, mate, in June, um, crazy to be fair, on June the, I think it's June the 7th, we've got James at the O2 in London. And then the Saturday after, we've got Liam Gallagher and the Definitely Maybe Tour at the O2 in London. So that'll do me for the summer of music, I think. Sounds fucking epic, mate. Sounds fucking epic. I've got the Foo Fighters, uh, Slam Dunk, and yeah, still all got my festivals coming up. Totally forgot yeah. I got the Foo Fighters, though. I don't know why, but I'm just not... I mean, it's going to be... I don't know if I'm excited to see the Foo Fighters, even though they're supposed to be one of the greatest bands in the world. I'm just not that excited to see them, so maybe I'm going to fucking fall in love with them. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just just everyone says it's like everyone was saying how oh, Bob Dylan was good, and you know it completely shocked me when I saw Bob Dylan. He was fucking awful. Absolutely, really? yeah, fucking terrible. It was. Oh yeah. I want to expect. I just that. Had like a, 
No, I didn't either. I was expecting it to be amazing, and it was just fucking like an old busker sat on the fucking thing, and it, like it's like he smoked too many cigarettes now. I don't fuck those. He must be getting on a bit though, that Bob. Oh, old Bob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like when I saw him out oh, long ago, you're talking about 15 years ago now, maybe even longer. So yeah. I mean, no, I see. Yeah, it's in my twenties. When the when the food, when the food fighters got uh, released the the tickets and everything. I mean, I've got I've got that O2 priority. So I was thinking about it, I think, oh, food, you know, a bit like you, you know, biggest one of the biggest bands in the world, and it's going to be an experience because I've never I've never seen the Foo Fighters, obviously. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to get tickets for Foo Fighters, and I knew that the missus wouldn't really want to go see the Foo's, but I knew Connor might, so I get them, so I get them. And then I went on to buy them, and they were like, you know what, tickets like on O2, mate, they sell out, fucking rapid, don't they? Uh, so I went on, and the only tickets that were available were like. 180 quid each or something and I thought to myself do you know what 360 quid for the two of us do I really like the Foo Fighters that much and I do like the Foo Fighters don't get me wrong I, I like Dave Gordon and I was gutted when what was the drummer's name again you have to remind me Corey is it what was his name yeah you know Justin. what I mean yeah Justin Tyler like <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean Just, hey, you know yeah. and um, I was gutted when he we passed away you know because I watched him at Glastonbury and, and, and I'm, I am a fan, but I thought, you know, 360 quid. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, but um, well, that's it. It's you'll enjoy it, mate. You'll, I, you'll enjoy it, yeah. mate. I, I guarantee you'll enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they are. <coughs> oh, sorry, I'll cut that out. Yeah, I mean, I'll guarantee, I'll guarantee they're going to be. Everyone says they're the biggest band like, in the world and they're the best performers and whatnot. So. The only reason, but again, I'm not a fan of the music, so will I like it or not? I don't know. I don't know. Are you going we'll with see. Mates? And yeah, I, I, yeah. No, no, no. I'm going with my sister. Um, I always go into big events with my sister. Yeah, so I went to play with her and stuff. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, me and my sister go to all sorts of gigs. I mean, I tell you what, the best gig I've gone to with my sister. Obviously, Blink Rob wanted to up there, but there was a band called Something Corporate. Saw them at the uh, rescue rooms, and. Again, I found out they were playing. I really liked one of the songs they released. It was um, Get Jordan, I think it was. It was in the charts, and it was like, oh, yeah, these are the, like a new punk band. Well, not punk, they were like... Because that was the era of pop punk. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was pop punk back in the day. So, like, again, you blink one eight twos and stuff. Green Day, it's all pop punk. Um, do you know, like, the whole, like, New Fine Glory? And, do you know, like, all this girly... It's like girly punk, I'd call it. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't... But it did call it. Oh, it's not Avril Lavigne, is it? Yeah, that kind of pop punk, oh, that's okay. pop punk, and yeah, yeah. So uh, I, went, I, was, I was like, I, wanted, I really want to see him. So we got to the ticket office, and they were like, um, I was like, I've got tickets for the company. And they went, hold on, let me just check. And they went, okay, we've got this woman on the phone asking for the last two. Do you want them? And I was like, uh, oh, fucking yeah. She went, yeah, sorry, look, these have sold out. So I got the last ticket, right? Managed it, and then so I was like, fucking brilliant. Fucking started getting drunk around Nottingham. I went to go and watch them, and fucking hell, what a fucking gig! I mean, the guy sat there on his fucking piano with no fucking socks on, and like they, they, they weren't there dressed up. That's not what I mean. Like, oh, we've got a gig, let's dress up. They just fucking sat down, like ready for a band practice, and they were fucking unbelievable. Like they had an old piano, like an old grandma piano on there, and all the drum kit was tattered to fuck, and all the guitars. Like they're just like just an upcoming band, but they just started making it big. And fucking hell, yeah. What a fucking gig. 
What a gig! I don't know where I'm going with this, but it just rem- reminded me of something but corporate. This is what we, this is what we talked about on previous podcasts, wasn't it? That sometimes you go to these these gigs and you might not know the band, or if you're at a festival and you walk in past a tent and you, oh, that sounds good. You know, it's like me talking about the Bracknell. You know, during COVID, just trawling through Facebook, sees this video, music video, and I fucking love the Bracknell now. Do you know what I mean? So. Now that's sometimes that's the best way to find new music, isn't it? Of course. And again, if you guys really like the Bracknell, they are playing in the background now. So if you do like them, uh, have a listen, check them out. Great band. Uh, amazing band, actually. Hopefully you'll like the music. Uh, we'll put some links out there for the uh, music and you can, uh, yeah, just listen to them. They're fucking brilliant. And thank you to the Bracknell. Another band that I've never even heard of before that you've got me into. So, you know, my music starts to change a little bit. Um, I even stuck on Frank Turner that on the other day because of the music that you make him listen to. So I was like, I'll fucking get in. I'll have a bit of Frank. Oh, Frank. Oh, you can't fucking beat a bit of Frank, Duck. Yeah, it's all right, mate, Frank Turner. I love that. Um, yeah. What's that rock and roll song you did? Oh, I, I know what it is. I'm not singing it. I'm not singing it. You do know which one I'm about, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I love I that do. song. I'm not singing it, though. <laughs> It was rock and roll. I'm not singing it. I'm not singing it. And after all, (laughs) yeah, I'm not singing it. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to sing it though. I wonder if I can remember the actual (laughs) lyrics. And who'd have thought? (laughs) And after all, it was rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck so. This is the problem with a music podcast. None of us can fucking sing. Yeah, that's why so, we have to talk uh, about music rather than sing it. <laughs> We've got a face of radio, baby. You right, know. so... Uh, <laughs> I've got a fucking face for... Um, I don't know, French is a guess. Fucking honestly, mate. Did someone fucking say, oh, it's going to change our old... Um, Retro, get well, the nostalgia podcast. No, I'm not retro, so the nostalgia podcast. Oh, you're changing it to Slough and the Gooners. Now you fucking oh, prick. Slough and the Gooners. Fucking up. Right, so let's go into our top five. So, again, as everybody knows, we always do five songs that we've um, gave each other, bands that we've never heard of, and songs that we, you know, that we think that we might like. So, uh, so this week, I gave Brent some songs that I think were a bit out of his music genre and a bit out of mine. Um, and a, a few songs were, I thought, I'll tell you what, he's, it's hit and miss music. You know, these bands, you either fucking adore them or you hate them. And, uh, well, not well, just one of them or two of them. No, actually, just one of them. One everybody loves anyway. But it was a band on there. I'm going to start with the first one. So the first band was a band called 408. Now, they are an American band. They're not big. Um, I think they've hit their peak, but they've started doing, like, gigs. Um, made it big on TikTok. It's one of those bands, you know what I mean? It's, you know, for the young'uns. The reason I, I gave you this song, um, it's called Mark Hoppus. Um... And again, we all know Mark Hoppus is uh, the basis for Blink-182. So 408 are like our... 
the kids these days, the new generation's pop punk. So for back in the day for me, these would have been the bands that I would listen to if I was their age, but you know, it's like Connor's age now, where the pop punk bands, these are the pop punk bands that I'm listening to. Um, and the music, so this song's, um, I can't explain it. It's pop punk, but it's also pop. And it's also I, a bit of R&B, and it's a I bit can of electronica. Gone, you hated it, yeah? Um, it was something that you would probably walk into some R&B pub and hear it in the background, mate. Uh, didn't I was fucking, I was like, this is why I messaged you and said, is this the right song? Because <laughs> it wasn't something. Obviously, I, I, there's a, the, one of the first lyrics is. Or small things into it, it's an awesome at Blink One Eight Two. So I yeah. could see, I could see um, something happening there in terms of, yeah, it's obviously a homage to Mel Hopper. So obviously it's Blink One Eight Two, but yeah, just like something my daughter would listen to before she's going on a night out. Down to Moo Moo's a Derby. Do you know what I mean? It, like, it, well, that's it. That's and, exactly the point of it. And yeah, but that is now is what I was trying to show you is that. That's the music that me and you were listening to as teenagers is what our parents was listening to and then going, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> and I thought I'd show you it and go, right, I'll tell you what, that song is something where, I mean, I like the song. I mean, I, I think it's brilliant what they've done. I think, I, I think it's great. I'm not, um, I'm not dissing it. I'm not, it just, it just, <laughs> it just surprised, it just, you know, obviously the, cause this is like week three of us reviewing five songs and Ted before oh, wait, you chucked me this form. Is it yeah, week we, four? Yeah, we, we didn't do. I don't think we did review five on the first week, did we? But like this was like totally fucking left field. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, it's like, it's, yeah, it was. And I was like, don't get me wrong, it's 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 just not something that I would listen to on a regular basis. And I also think I said, Liam don't listen to this on a regular basis, surely. You know, he's probably heard this one or two times whilst listening to some other kind of playlist on his YouTube where when it's come up and he's thought, oh, what's that? But yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a song that my daughters would like and it's something that they would probably, there's something they would dance to, do you know what I mean? And that is, that's what I was getting at. And it was like, yeah, it probably is going back to what we could have been listening to 20 years ago. Like, cause that's what the same age they are. So, but yeah, it was, it was all right, Liam, you know I mean? I can't, I'm not going to say too much about it. It just, it wasn't, it didn't tickle my fancy. Let's put it that way. Um, but, it's, your score. but it was all right. Yeah. It's weird, out, isn't it? Five out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Five out of ten. I was expecting lower. I was no, expecting lower. I'll get it five. I'll get it mid-range because it wasn't, it wasn't, um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fast forward it. I didn't skip the song. I listened, I listened to the song while I was listening to the, the five tracks you sent me. I listened to it a few times. I didn't skip it. Not like one of the other songs you sent me. But uh, <laughs> oh god, right? Okay, so we're gonna go into the next one. Let's one. do it. So five out of ten. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I get yeah. That's that's like a an American teen party song, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean, it's a, it's a strange one. So I thought I'd throw it in there. I have thrown you some uh, tough ones. The next one is. I mean, this is a no-brainer. Please tell me this is the whole song of this one. So it's "Go Some Dance Floor" by Blink One Eight Two. 
Obviously, I'm a fucking massive Link fan. Love Link 182. Listen to him since Cheshire Cat. Fucking Carousel is one of my favourite songs of all time. Damn it is like right up there in my top five favourite songs of all time. Um, Blink-182 are just fucking outstanding performers. Brilliant band. And I tell you what, their, good, their new song that they've released is fucking unbelievable. And it's, it's it just literally tells you, it talks about the whole... like Because Blink-182 I follow quite a bit. I mean, obviously Mark Hopper's got leukemia. Travis Barker nearly died in a plane crash. Tom DeLong fucking left the band and started loads of new projects. Good projects, but not as good as, you know, like you had Boxcar Racer and great project but it just wasn't Blink 182 you know and then they finally got together and made this one song you know and it's just those like apologising to each other in this song and it was the last song they played when they were uh, on their tour as well which was fucking my sister was crying her eyes out even I nearly got a tear in my eyes it was just fucking amazing but this song was the only song I actually said last week on the episode so I apologise that I knew all the songs and it, this song I've never heard Um uh, and I thought, I'll tell you what, I, I, I want to find out what this song was. So I went on the playlist, found it, and I was like, fuck me, this song's fucking brilliant. So it's Ghost on the Dance Floor, Blink 182. Yeah, I liked it. I liked this one, mate. It was, uh, yeah, and it, I, 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 I do like Blink 182, mate. Uh, I can remember years ago when uh, all the small things came out, I went out and bought it as a CD single. So I do like Blink 182, mate, and obviously their songs are very much influenced in the American Pie films and stuff so yeah I'm, and this was a good song and it was it's almost a touching song you know like when I seen your ghost last night on the dance floor and stuff so yeah I, I enjoy listening to it mate it's it's not your it's not your heavy Blink 182 style it's more more mellow and I, I really enjoyed it mate and that new song that you talked about I can't remember the name of it but that is a brilliant song as well to be fair um, that was, yeah, it was, it was, it was emotional as well, uh, that song. And yeah, I'm, I'm a Blink One Eight Two fan, mate. So it's easy for me to say uh, easily this song seven out of ten. Easy, yeah. I, I can, I can quite easily get in the van, put Spotify on, put Blink One Eight Two on, and drive to work. I can, I can listen to Blink One Eight Two all day, mate. Uh, yeah, this was a nice song. If anybody hasn't heard it, obviously if you haven't heard it, then maybe any Blink-182 fans that are, are listening, you know, go and find this song. Go on the dance floor. It's a, good, it's a 7 out of 10. It's a good Blink-182 Blink song, mate. Yeah. Well done on that one. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's one of their best fucking yeah, songs. Next band, mate. Now this. I've shown this band to fucking everybody, so I thought I'd test it to you. Now, I've shown this band to everyone, and everybody hates them. Right? Every person, I have not found someone who likes this band, and I'm like, why the fuck do you not like it? It's the music, again, it's an American band, and they are old. <laughs> they're like, they're not good looking blokes, they, they're just talented, talented musicians, and the music is just, I mean, I've got goosebumps all over my body now, just thinking how good this music is for me, and it just it, it reminds me of like times when my dad, when we was watching motorbike racing, it reminds me of when I'm in you know, I loved listening to uh, this band when I'm in a car and the sun's out and it's a summer day and I'm with good people and I'm just, you know, that wasn't me fighting by the way, that was my fucking dog. So if uh, <laughs> you can hear a snorting in the background, that's in the little fucker. Anyway, so yeah, this band, um, just in any situation that I'm in, 
if I want to reminisce or just take a moment, you know, like you take a photo of like in your memory and you just want to remember it. This band helps me do that, and I fucking love them. So this song was nothing to find, um, and it was the War on Drugs. Fucking, they're gonna hate me now. Yeah, everyone hates them. So go ahead. Yeah, this is this is the song that escaped. This, I, just don't, I just didn't like it. I, I just. I can't. Get, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand why people don't like him. Just, like there was at Glastonbury, like they played Glastonbury and was on the stage and fucking up the full crowd around him and they were playing and fucking there was like three, four people jumping up and down, that was it. No one really got into them and they're massive in America and they're just a brilliant band and I don't understand, it's just English people just don't like it, I don't know I just, what it is. I just don't get it, I just didn't get it, I just, you know, I put it on and I was like, do you know, like, let's say if I said, if I said you, uh, an Oasis song, like a, maybe an obscure, an obscure song off one of the albums, you'd just be like, it was boring, it, you know, it was just Oasis, it just, I just didn't get into it, I just couldn't, and I tried, I did try, I just couldn't, I just, out of the fight, mate, I was just like, no, skip, go to the next one. Do you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, but, no, yeah. don't. That, that, I swear to God, that is literally what I, why I said it at the beginning, because I've shown this band to everybody, and I can fucking listen to this band all day. It doesn't, like, do, do when you listen to a band, and it just doesn't get boring. It's just good. It's nice. It's cheerful. It's 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 just, it's to me, it's on another level. And so, obviously, it's in... I mean, they play Glastonbury. I mean, obviously, they're doing something big. Um, and they have got a lot of fans. But I've just never seemed to find someone. So if anybody's out there who likes the war on drugs, please message me. It'd be nice to talk to somebody who likes them. Because <laughs> no one fucking and then, does. And then you can join Liam on the next episode of Parker Monkey Podcast while Brad has a week off. <laughs> and you can talk about My the war on drugs. <laughs> Mate, I'll fucking sit and talk about them all day. Fucking brilliant band. Yeah, so the next song... Um, I'm just going to say... Back... I didn't listen to this song, so I can't give it any score out of 10. That's all I'll say. Fucking hell. So, yeah, that's the first, okay, that's the first song we've got there. It's not got a score, so that's great. <laughs> sorry. So the next band, no, 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 don't be sorry, mate. Don't be sorry. This is what we're doing. This, you know, it could have turned out really well and you've gone, fuck me, that's probably the best band ever, because that's what I think. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I know I'll throw it out there, see if you loved it or not. And, again, another person who doesn't, so... But the next one, uh, back into my, I'm going back into my punk roots now. So, uh, next song, great English band, very political, very punk, very fucking aggressive, very fucking poetic, very just a fucking outstanding band. Um, still not got to see them live, um, dying to see these live. Um, they've got voted the one of the greatest bands live. They've got. Um, yeah, just fucking insane. Like they've just got so, and they're getting more bit like popular and popular and popular. And then I watched a video of him on Glastonbury, and he cried on stage because that was his main. And it was to this song that he cried to because that was his point. He said to himself like, "I want to sing this song in front of Glastonbury, and I know I've hit my peak." And that was Danny Nadelko by Idols. What a fucking tune, bro! Please turn off. Song of the week. Yeah, it's fucking, fucking banger, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I know the Idols, mate. Um, Never fight a man with a perm is one of my fav one of my favourite ones. But yeah, I love this as well, mate. Danny Nadelko. Um, yeah, I've heard it loads of times. I've heard it loads of times, mate. And yeah, the lyrics are great. You know, Freddie Mercury's mentioned in there. Mo Farah's mentioned in there. 
and I won't, I won't say it's political. I'm more, I think it's more about him trying to, you know. That's purely pretty political. <laughs> no, it's completely. Do you reckon it is? I only listen think... to what he's... Yeah, of course it is. I, I mean, he's just trying saying, to... My... He's, tr he's trying to... You know, people... There's, there's, there's horrible racist people out there. And he was just trying to say, you know, that Freddie Mercury was was a foreigner. You know, Mo Farah, who has won upteen amounts of medals for, for Great Britain in, in athletics... He's, he's a refugee, he's a foreigner. And he's just trying to say, look, you know, all these people that you love one minute, but then you're hating some guy that's walking down the street. Do you know what I mean? It's political. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Danny Nadelko is um, Ukrainian, and he's, it, like he says, my blood brother is an immigrant, a beautiful immigrant. So his best friend, uh, Danny Nadelko, you know, gets, tried, gets, I think, I, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure, like, something that happened where he got... Was threatened to get kicked out of the country and people tell him to go home and fucking all sorts of shit. And he gets a lot of racism. And Danny Nadolko's in a really fucking good punk band who, you know, that's how the idols met him, was through like music. And, you know, Danny Nadolko's got a fucking great punk band. And, um, you know, and the song was dedicated to him because it's, you know, it's, it is, it's all about the change in this country. I mean, I'm not going to get into politics, but, you know, but that's what punk's all about, you know, it's all about the, the working class and, you know, who we look after, and you know, in the working class, we do look after, you know, immigrants and things like that. And it, it's, it, and that's the point of it is the whole thing was really political to say, you know, we're all one, you know, just, and I, I, and I, and yeah, and I get that, I get that. And I, I love the song, mate. I love the song, it's easily nine out of ten. Danny Delco by the Idols. If you yeah, sent me Never straight. Fight a Man with a Perm, that would have been a ten out of ten, but yeah, Danny, <laughs> Danny Nadelko was. My song of the week that you sent me, mate. To be honest, I love it. So good. And the next one, right? Okay. So I sent you a, a song about a band, Rancid. You, you know Rancid, uh, yeah. I, I think people know now. And hopefully, if you haven't checked out Rancid, please check out uh, And Out Come the Wolves. If you if you're going to get into Rancid, check out And Out Come the Wolves first, because some of their albums are punk as fuck. So yeah, quite aggressive punk. Um, but and out come the wolves is quite scary and you know down to the skate routes. Uh, but then Tim Armstrong separates himself, so he owns um, a record label. Um, I can't remember them for the love of fucking money for me, even though I fucking listen to it. Uh, Hull Trade, Hull Dog, something like that. Records, um, Hellcat Records, something like that. Yeah, Hellcat Records, I think. Um, and he does breakaway stuff, so he does band, uh, songs with like the Interceptors and. You know, like just just big scar bands, and he, he goes out and does his own his own shit. So he does like blues, jazz, and everything. So this is one of his um, a life of a poet um, album, and it was just him with doing scar and like. This, so when you were saying rancid a reggae, and everyone's like going, "Oh, what's rancid a reggae?" Yeah. This is pure. Yeah, so this is where why people say rancid are more reggae because a lot of Tim Armstrong stuff is 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 core reggae. Um, because you know he did street music and you know it, that's where it comes from um, and then Scar is like literally black, it's like Jamaican music black music mixed in with you know white British music and that's what came together which created Scar so it's reggae and punk put it together you've got Scar alright mm -hmm. so the next song fuck me I love this song this is a song that I get ready to going out this is like a fucking banger and this is Into Action Tim Armstrong what do you think to that 
Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed Good it. Yeah, it's um, boom shakalaka was kind of in my mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you understand what I mean when I say that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was yeah. good. It was a good song, mate. It was, yeah. It definitely had the reggae uh, tone to it, and I, I, I like reggae music. I like ska music. I like two tone music. So yeah, the, I enjoyed it, mate. Tim Armstrong. I didn't know he was any kind of part of Rancid until you said it the other week. And it's probably, it's nice, isn't it, when people, you know, can go from like you said there that big heavy punk kind of thing, and then go and do their own little projects and the sound completely different and you think to yourself, well, he's that the same guy. But yeah, I enjoyed it, mate. It was it was one of my favourite songs of the week, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, had, it, good. had it blazing high, loud and proud, out with the car oh, window mate, open. It is it a blazer, fun. isn't it? It's yeah, it a fun. blazer song. Yeah, Definitely, it, it, it reminded me of a song, you know, like, say like if you if you went out with your, with your missus and a mate and his missus and a mate and his missus and then you go back to their house after they, you're in the kitchen and you're having a little dance about and stuff. You know? Spot on. Yeah, it's, it's it's brilliant, mate. It's not it's not heavy. It's it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's dead easy to listen to and it's it, it's dead easy to have a, a little dance and a boogie with your missus with it. So it's a good song, mate, about Tim Armstrong, to be fair. And it's something that's, that's opened me up and I will be listening to Tim Armstrong a bit more, to be honest. It's good. Uh, I hope you do. Yeah, I am aiming to push Tim Armstrong on people, even though he's massive in America, he's huge in America. Um, they're quite, to be honest, Rancid and Tim Armstrong are huge all over the world. Like, I mean, you see those festivals, they sell out, they just fucking sell out all the time. They're a brilliant band. Um, seen him loads, seen, seen him loads of times, fucking great band. And Tim Armstrong and that, they're just performers. Um, they're still on the road, still going, still just fucking selling out everywhere. And, yeah, love them, love them, absolutely love them. And that Tim Armstrong, but the, I mean, honestly, that album, the uh, I think it's the Life of a Poet. But try and check it out. Um, but yeah, that whole album is just him, and it's reggae, and it's really dark reggae and deep reggae as well. Some of it, and it's really slow and nice, and yeah, fucking love it. Eight out, eight out, totally easy. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, if, you did, if you gave it any less, I would, I would have had an argument. No, so, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Mate. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I did enjoy it. Good, good. Play. So that's nice one. So let's go for your band's motherfucker. Oh, let's have it. Right then. I don't know if you if you caught on to it, but I thought this week, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna send Liam uh, five songs. But these all are all bands and singers and whatnot. They're all female lead singers. So I thought, you know, I'm not just about sticking on a stone island. In Parker or whatever, and throwing me away to band and stuff. Sometimes I listen to all the bits and bobs as well. It's the same kind of music as always, but they're all female lead singers, and there's some uh, some good bands in there. And I'm hoping for a good a good scoring week off Liam, to be honest. But let's find out because he's probably pissed off that I didn't give the War of Drugs a score. So he's probably <laughs> sitting there now writing zero out of ten, one out of ten, one out of ten, two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, let's yeah, get into it, right? So, the first band I sent you, uh, I didn't know much about them, to be honest with you, but then I kept seeing, you know, like when you, you're on your social media or, or whatever, and you keep seeing all these bands that get best live acts, best album of the year, best, and I love live music. And this band, uh, they only, I think they only formed in like 2010, so they've not been going long, but like since the start, 
of, of their music pathway, shall we say, there was there was winning awards. I mean, there's some people they fucking agree with the Brit Awards and all that bollocks, but you know they've won they won best British group, uh, best rock performance album of the year, best British band, best live band, and they've got a really wide range of of um, styles of music because you can you can sit and sit and listen to an album and you think oh this is indie rock and then the next song will come on it's like grunge then there's some bit of folk music in there and they're a really good band and I, I, I encourage anyone that like Liam said who's listening to the podcast and I'll put the song up on on the playlist and share it on the group and whatnot and I hope they give them a chance because I think I think that I think they'll be around for a long time. And the uh, they they do a lot of touring with that boring band that Liam likes, so that 1975. They seem to be uh, <laughs> they seem to be in cahoots with them. So, but anyway, the song is uh, Giant Peach by Wolf Alice. Great song, loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's good. I mean, it's 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 not something I would play out my window. Um, but yeah, no, I could I could sit and listen to that all day. It was nice. It was. Um, I see why they they were on tour with in ninety seven five. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, they fit in right with their music. I am my guilty pleasure is the nineteen seventy five. Um, I shouldn't like the nineteen seventy five, but Noble Fellas were brilliant, and it makes sense that they would support them. This song was nice. I can listen to this. Um, Kind of sound like sound like a bit like a band called Pale Waves, who also have done a, been on tour with 1975, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Pale Waves as well, and yeah, I've liked it. It's good. I mean, I'd like straight up easy. I mean, it's easy this one. I mean, it's a good solid like nine out of ten for me. It's oh, nice. Hell. It's nine. Yeah, yeah, Happy yeah. Day. It's nice. It was good, mate. Honest, I could I could quite happily sit back, sit back on a bus or sit back on a fucking car and just put some headphones in and just fucking have that on and. You know, watch the world go by. Loved it. Easy. Good days. Good pleased with that. Wow, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good song. Yeah, really good song. Okay. Yeah, people want to check them out. Yeah, I mean, even if like you people, loads of people are like pushing away because of the 1975 and pushing bands away because of the 1975. Don't, don't push, don't because you know. The 1975 are huge, mate. They're, they're a big band. So I don't think you'd be pushing many away, to be honest with you. Right, if like, people just don't like them, do they? They just don't like the 1975. I don't know. I love them. I think they're yeah, brilliant. They're still, it's my guilty, guilty pleasure. They've still got a massive following. So, fair play yeah, to them. Yeah, they do. They do. Right, the second one is. They haven't got much of a backstory. Basically, it's five. Well, two of them are 18, I believe. Three of them are 19, including the lead singer, Anna. These, I've had to put these in this week because the session guitar player Harry is Connor's best mate and these guys literally last night supported the Libertines and the Hairy Dog they've only got two songs on Spotify I can't say much about them they're just five young young kids uh, from the Burton Willington area and I coached one of them at football so I thought you know what I'm going to get them get them reviewed by Liam they've only, like I said they've only got two songs available on Spotify we've been to a couple of gigs we've seen them uh, we've seen them at the Hairy Dog and they've supported Marseille and then we went to a local pub in Wellington to watch them and they've also covered Agree to Disagree by the Blue Collars 
which Rob Morris gave uh, a great, great review and even shared shared the video that my son took of him on, on his Facebook, so that must be saying something. But like I say, these are just a new band. They've, they've only got two songs available at the minute. I think I think they could go places. I'm not just saying that because I know them. You know, it's probably not music that I would listen to on a daily, but I still think they're good. But the song I sent to Liam was uh, MVU by the 76 Club. Yeah, nah, I was actually a bit pissed off because um, you've cheated this week. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking throwing easy ones this is like I tell you what I'm gonna fucking let Liam fucking saw you all back in his pants and just fucking yeah so no I tell you what I, I was I, the other reason I'm pissed off is that they haven't got more stuff out um, I really enjoyed the band I really enjoyed the band a lot um, more than I thought I would um, great band uh, this song was fucking brilliant as well um, I went to listen to some more and there's not much out there and I was just like well fucking great <laughs> I honestly thought they were a big band um, just listening to the song it was fucking amazing really nice I mean yeah I, I just I, I can't say anything else it was just amazing it was good um, I want more I want to hear more um, I will be going to see them um, yeah fucking great band so yeah, I mean easy fucking easy for me it was a 10 out of 10 for me that was yeah loving that I know and, uh, I know, I know. I was shocked. I was shocked. Happy um, days. They were good. They're really, really good band. Um, again, this is music I would never listen to. I mean, I wouldn't listen to. I've never heard of Wolf Alice. I've never heard the '76 Club. Um, I'm a fucking, you know, I like my fucking dirty punk. And for music like this to hear, it's, it's just different. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's nice. It's good. I mean, yeah, I, I, I had a nice time. I've had a nice well, time. Um, once we get like me and Liam keep saying, and we keep, we are talking to each other on a daily basis about this but once we get everything set up how we want it sounding great we are going to get people onto the podcast to come and join us to have a chat with us and 76 club will be joining us Liam so you'll get to get their autographs often before they get too famous to sign autographs <laughs> I, I agree but I agree with you I think, I think they're going places and I truly do hope that they do go somewhere and uh, to have them on the podcast would be an absolute honour um, great band and I do. I wish them all the best. And I, again, I want to hear more. So yeah, keep it going. Yeah, well done, seventy-six club. Right, we're going into some old school now. Um, yeah, you're cheating. This is the cheat mode now. I'm you're not cheating. cheating. This, this is this is easy mode. Fucking this, easy. It's not mode, easy this. mode. This is the shit I listen to on a daily basis, mate. This is. The I'm story. fucking telling you right now. People are going to be sat there going, Brendan, you fucking pussy bit bastard. You no. fucking sat there and said shit out that. Like, it's so easy. Mate, it's not so easy because. People say to me, right, this is the stuff that I listen to. I could send you three of my playlists right now and these songs on every single one of them because I love these songs. And the next one, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story about the next band that I'm going to give you. My missus is a huge, huge fan of this band. And I've, I've always been a fan as well. But they were meant to play a gig at the Barbican in York. So I thought to myself, we've never seen them. Me and the wife have never seen them. I thought, right, let's have a weekend away at York. Let's go and watch this band. So went on Ticketmaster, bought the tickets, blah, blah, blah. Brilliant, buzzing, booked hotel. Going for York for the weekend, see this band, we're going to have a great time. I think it was about a week before, I was literally at the Pentagon Vauxhall. I'd take my Vauxhall van into be serviced. And I got a, a, a message from Ticketmaster saying, 
this band, blah, blah, there's a problem with the lead singer. The, the gig has been canceled. You can either get a refund or you can, we'll send you tickets out for the new date. So I message Trina straight away saying, cancel mate, you know, it is what it is. Like, I won't get the money back. I'll get a, a ticket uh, for when they rearrange. Now about a month later, this lead singer passed away. And I'll be honest with you, Liam, I was driving home from near Junction 6 on the M6, coming back from work at Birmingham, and Absolute Radio came on and said that Dolores O'Reardon had passed away, lead singer with the Cranberries. And within two minutes of me hearing that, my missus was on the phone to me boring her eyes out. And I must admit, I had a tear in my eye as well, because I think she was, I think she's probably one of the best female singers front women of all time i really do i'm not just saying that i just i think she's got a fantastic voice and this song i love this song because it reminds me of family you're my family my missus my kids my mum my dad my brother my sister my nan my granddad and all that but the song i sent to you was owed to my family by the cranberries fucking great song i mean i agree with you i agree with your missus i mean yeah Cranberries are fucking brilliant. She is one of the best. And I tell you what, I, I mean, I've always listened to the Cranberries. Um, again, they've got punk roots as well, mate, just so you know. Um, you know, they, but they, yeah, they were back in my teenage years. They were around for years. And yeah, I, I, I was sad when she died. It was quite sad. Um, I remember Facebook messages going everywhere. I remember fucking everybody like, fuck me. Like, you know, it was sad. It was a sad, you know, the day the music died, that kind of thing. It was yeah. really, really sad when she passed. And the song, I know the song, brilliant. I know it very well, and it's a great homage to anybody's family. Um, it's just a fucking great song, performed by a great singer, performed by a great band, and it's a fucking solid ten out of ten, easy. Just because again, that's why I said you're in cheat mode because you know the, everybody knows the Cranberries are fucking outstanding, and um, you know you may as well just fucking put um, the Beatles on. Joking. <laughs> I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, mate, I, I said to you, I'm going to send you songs that I listen to on a daily basis, mate, and they are, I've probably got about seven or eight songs of theirs in a 60-song playlist, and I thought, you know what, fuck it. So, oh, number 10 out of 10, fucking smashing it this week. I told you, mate, Cranberries, yeah, yeah, the Cranberries, I mean... The Cranberries is on. I, I tell you what, I don't know anybody in the world, and if you do, let us know, who hasn't got a one cranberry song in their playlist? I don't know anyone. Never, I've never good. met anybody that don't like them. No, yeah, I've never. Do you know um, what I mean? No, and never. I'm going to put it out there now. My my wife Katrina, she fucking sings the cranberries on karaoke, mate, and it's bob on, very very good. Well, unless you can't do a, a, a cover band. People would fucking love yeah, that shit. You know. I'll be the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I take eighty-five percent. Right, moving on. <laughs> Go on. Right, obviously. Oh, this God, is... I know what song's coming up. And again, another fucking cheat, cheat mode. Cheat it's mode. Not cheat mode. This I grew Fuck up listening to this. Sake. I grew up listening to this band. My, oh, my I did as well. Is a, a huge fan, and I love this song even more when I went. I went to see a band, the Stone Roses, who are never a group. Listening to the Stone Roses, love fucking love the Stone Roses and you know when you've grown you've grown up from the age of 15 all the way up to whatever age I was 35 or whatever maybe a bit younger thinking that you're never ever going to see a band 
live. And that was the Stone Roses for me. Stone Roses and Nirvana were the two that I wished. I mean, I love the Beatles as well, but Stone Roses and Nirvana were the two bands that I was like, never going to get to see these guys. And then when they reformed and got back together at Eaton Park, I was buzzing, obviously off my tits. And they came out on stage to this song and I was like, my God, that has just took this song into a different stratosphere to me because I already love the song. My mum loves the song. And then the Stone Roses love the song. Mate, it's the Supremes, Stone Love. This is number one on every playlist uh, in my life. I'm, I don't, I, yeah, I don't need to fucking do a review on it. It's 10 out of 10. It's a fucking solid. It's a solid. It's a great song. It's there's, one, there's no point. But it's there's one of no them point. though, isn't it? You're sending, you're sending me songs that probably that's 90% of the songs you've sent me I've not heard of. Yeah? And I, it's, it's new and I'm listening and I'm like, yeah, I like that. I'm going to get more into them. I like that. I'm not too fussed on that, I like that. But I'm sending you songs that people want to listen to, people love and people want to hear all the time. And I want you to review them because I want you to reiterate how fucking good these songs are. You know, without these songs, do you know what I mean? Without I mean, the these Supremes songs, on their own, I mean, the Supreme, any Supreme song, I mean, if you don't like the Supremes, then you don't like that genre of music at all because they are the, cre not the creators, they are like the fucking... They're the daddy of it, or the, the queens, that, or whatever you fucking want to say. It's a fucking outstanding band. Like, brilliant. You don't like the Supremes and Stone Love. You just don't like music, do you? That's yeah. Yeah. It's, so. yeah, it's genius. The lyrics are fucking beautiful, and the, the, the energy and everything about the song is just, again, fucking straight up easy, 10 out of 10, because it's one of the best songs out there. Again, I always say there's one of the best songs out there. That's because I've got probably a playlist of about 400 that I think are the best songs, but. It is definitely up there. It's something that pops in my fucking stereo. It's just, yeah, nice. Right, last song for me for this week. And again, oh, we go. just love. Like another fucking cheap It's not cheap mode. It's just I love <laughs> everything, every, everything about this song. The lyrics. So I'm going to just say now, I'm not even going to... I know Liam's just going to 10 out of 10 it. It's probably one of the... Yeah, I'm not going to review it. I'm Another greatest song of all time, Midnight Train to Georgia by Gladys Knight and the Pips. I'm not going to review it. <laughs> I'm not. Well, you, can't, I you, can't do that. you can't do that. Well, it's a fucking no-brainer, isn't it? That's not just fucking... It's just a no-brainer. It's like going... I'll tell you what, the song this week, Liam, is Oasis and any Oasis song. <laughs> it's Oasis. The second song is Oasis. The third song is yeah. Oasis. <laughs> exactly. No, it's a 10 out of 10. People, it's, it's, people it's, it's, it's like me. I can't score it. No, either. I mean, I can't I just be a wanker. I'm scoring it. I'm not giving it a. I don't know why I said 10 out of 10. I'm giving it no score. It doesn't deserve a score because it's too good. It's just too good. So you give me a song with no score. I'm giving you one without one, and but the score's good. <laughs> yeah, but it's like if I take one of the lads from work to a first aid course or to a different site or something and Live Forever comes on and then all of a sudden Midnight Train to Georgia comes on on the playlist and they're like, they look at me like as if, as if they're going to start laughing or something and I'm like, what are you fucking laughing at? Do you know what I mean? I said, do you listen to this? Yeah, I fucking do listen to this. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah, but... You've got Oasis tattooed on your arm. You've got Stone Roses, Stone Roses tattooed on your arm. So, and, you know, 
just because I love Oasis and Stone Roses, I love this kind of shit as well. And this is the kind of stuff that you know, like you listen to Rancid every single day, or you might listen to Tim Armstrong every day. This is the, this is the stuff I listen to on a daily basis, mate. And nothing will ever change that. That's good. That's good. No, no, I agree. And you know, it's the same thing with me. People that look at me, well, I actually don't know now. I'm covered in tattoos, but you know, people do judge you for your music and what you look at and listen to and whatnot. But you should, they shouldn't, and fuck them if they do. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was uh, our top five, which we do every week, where we discuss bands, and hopefully you guys find a new band and find a new song, and hopefully we're helping you guys, you know, again, like I always say, increase your music knowledge and library. Um, so I hope you like him, I hope you listen to him, we'll put links in the below to all the Spotify's. Um, luckily, Brendan's done a great idea where you can check out our Spotify list with all the bands and all the songs that we've reviewed. Um, so yeah, you can just get that on your playlist and start downloading that. Um, as you're downloading it, please give us a like as well. So yeah, uh, we're going to start talking about um, one of the reviews. So every week, if you want to send one in to us, please do, and we'll uh, discuss a song. The song again was from um, TB, uh, and he has asked us to review the Beatles now and then. It is very controversial. Why, Bren? <laughs> uh, because half it's done by AI. Am I wrong or am I right in that? Yeah, you're right. I'm not a fan. However, I'm not a fan of the Beatles. I do like the Beatles. I love the early Beatles. I, do, I, I, I am. I am a fan of the Beatles. I'm not going to lie. I do like the Beatles. Um, but I didn't like... I mean, I know it's... It's like somebody coming along with an AI version of, a, of an Elvis song. You know, there's going to be fucking a billion people downloading it. And... But yeah, just that now and then song. It's... And, I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. I can't say too much about it. I didn't like it. I'm probably going to get shot down to pieces. But it just wasn't for me, mate. It just wasn't for me. You won't get shot down because I'll get shot down because I fucking hate the Beatles. I think the Beatles are a fucking load of fucking money grabbing, fucking unbelievable piles of shit that just put any fucking easy call together. They're a shitty fucking boy band of the 60s. They're boys owner of, of their era. That's all they are. They, they, they're a take that. They are not a good band. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did like it when they left that boy band kind of shit and went on to the Yellow Submarine. Now, that's the fucking Beatles music I like. Anything from the Yellow Submarine onwards is fucking brilliant. But yeah, they, went on, they did their own shit. And, and, and Paul McCartney is fucking outstanding when he does his own shit. But when they were all in that fucking right at the beginning bollocks... Do you know what I mean? Look at the shit John Lennon did. I mean, he came out with Imagine, and do you know what I mean? Those kind of songs, and anything after the Yellow Submarine was just fucking. I mean, slow yourself down. Slow yourself down a little bit. Slow down. Now, I'm not a Mac fan. I'm a John Lennon fan. Really? Absolutely. I've got John. I've got John tattooed on my arm, mate, on my sleeve. I'm not. I'm not a John fan. Not at all. I mean, Imagine was great. I mean, you can't fault him for that. Um, but Yoko, it's Yoko, isn't it? It's Yoko that fucked John up. Let's be honest. Let's just be honest on this podcast now. As soon as he got fucking, as soon as Yoko got her claws into him, mate, that's when it all fucking went downhill for John. No, everyone says that because you know every fucking lad who meets a fucking girlfriend, they always fucking go to the woman, and do you know what I mean? And uh, all the lads get left behind, and they're not all fucking like that. It's just a fucking right thing, that is. <laughs> no, it wasn't Yoko. It was John doing his own thing, and John should have done his own thing because he was better. 
he was better without McCartney and McCartney well I don't know it's fucking difficult to say because after again like Sergeant Pepper's and fucking the Yellow Submarine and whatever all of that stuff was just fucking brilliant um, but the stuff before no no didn't no I don't, McCartney now is so much better on his own playing his own stuff like Coleco Skies I fucking love that song Love it. Because, I love because, it. Because, I'd probably just fucking. The fucking I'm, I'm frog song. I, mean, <laughs> I fucking love the frog song. Boom. 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 Yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Everyone loves the song. See, and that's McCartney. You know, McCartney's fucking. I mean, Coleco Skies, please, man. If no one's heard that, just stick that on. It's a fucking cheerful, brilliant, amazing song. And McCartney was amazing on his own, and Lennon was amazing on his own. However, to me, the, the first years of the Beatles were shit. I really did not like them. I mean, it was just a process boy band put together. They didn't stick to the roots. They did whatever the record company like made them have the fucking short air and made them put on suits. They were just a fucking monetized boy band. Was, and you know, when they started fucking finding rock and roll, finding themselves, yeah, they were fucking brilliant. But asked to, asked to review one song, not beat the fucking Beatles up. Nah, that's fucking. That's it. That's, that's it. <laughs> If Mate, I'm being honest, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Liam run, yeah, Teams. But you asked us to review now and then. Um, you know I do like the Beatles because you're my brother. But now and then, four out of ten, and that's fucking just, that's like a generous four out of ten. Like Liam said, it's fifty percent of it's AI generated and stuff, and it was just another song to throw out to get fucking money yeah i agree it's not it's not on any of my playlists where you know i am the walrus is come together is but fucking no it's just that's not for me bro so yeah four out of ten that's just being generous well i'm giving him a solid fucking zero like i refuse to, I, I refuse to listen to it i'm refusing i've heard the song i've heard it in the background and i refuse to listen to ai generated bullshit that's not fucking music. That is fucking far. F- that is far from rock and roll. It is not fucking music. It's a fucking pile of monetized farce. It's a fucking joke, and they can fuck right off. And the Beatles have lost all my fucking respect now. Like they had a little bit of respect after that, but now they've got fuck all, and they can fucking do one. There you go. mind, two of them are dead. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, that's even fucking worse. Oh yeah, but we can bring him back to life with AI. I don't fucking give a fuck, you know. Let them fucking have all the moments with all the music that they have created. Let them have the history. Let them have that, you know. And they deserve that. But they don't fucking deserve this fucking monetize. I mean, I, no, fucking zero. Do one. Fuck off. No, Let's I'm move on. Right anymore. It's winding me up. It's fucking doing my head in. <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, on to the nice, fun part now. Um, you've heard me rant, and yeah, I'm not fucking ranting anymore. So, I'm going to, well, we are going to be discussing, right? Every year, every episode, we pick a year. Nah, a year, we all take it in turns, me and Brendan. And we choose the year, and we talk about the music, what actually happened in that year. And, and yeah. So, this is it 1999. Ba-ba-boom. Wow. Yeah, wow. so 1999. So, Brendan, the Euro was introduced in 1999. Did you know that? I did, mate, because I was still living in Ireland. It was the last year that I lived in Ireland. It was uh, 1999. 
and I remember because everything fucking changed because obviously I lived in Ireland for those that don't know for six or seven years and everything was fairly priced I will say from what I can remember they used to call the pound the pound they called it the pound or whatever but um, I do remember when the euro came in because everything fucking shot up in price I mean I, we're going back to 1999 let's not forget so let's just say for example because i did smoke back then from the sins and uh say 20 20 benson were like four quid and then overnight all of a sudden they were fucking six pound fifty you know a pair of, a pair of night trainers was 40 quid overnight they were 60 quid so yeah i do remember when the euro came in uh, when the euro came in i think it's good if you're if you're from ireland and you're going to Spain on holiday it's great because you don't have to go to the fucking Bureau of Charge do you to change your money or anything but I don't think the Irish were happy with it and I'm, I, don't, I don't know I can't talk about French people Spanish Italian people whatever but yeah I do remember the Euro was it really worth it fuck knows well fuck the Euro I mean we didn't use it so fuck it I don't, I'm not bothered right next one Napster boom the year of fucking Napster is that the fucking downloading music thing? Yeah, I fucking spent days on that shit. So I used to DJ over at the Bell, at like, do you know what I mean? The old Bell and fucking Sabergate, and I used to fucking nick every single song, burn it onto a CD, <laughs> boom, Napster. And I tell you what, by the time my computer was fucking done every week, I had to fucking delete every single virus in history. <laughs> 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 I, I, can, I can remember... Naps, I can remember I used to work at uh, Toyota. You know, I used to do two weeks of days, two weeks of nights. And I can remember, I always used to remember coming home on nights and just, like, because it was the year, what was that fucking messenger thing that you used to have, that everybody used to use back then? But you'd be there talking to your workmates, you'd have a cup of tea or a can of beer or whatever, and just finish your night shift and you'd be fucking talking on fucking MSN. MSN, MSN, MSN Messenger. You'd have that on one fucking bit, and then you'd be downloading all your fucking music on the other bit, and like you said, every week, like fucking virus, you're joking, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, fucking, fucking always. Mum goes on a computer, fans like loads of porn. Have you been watching porn? <laughs> no, I haven't watched porn. Who's been looking at the bestiality then? It's like that's Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, another thing, uh, VHS tapes stopped um, being produced. Uh, DVD players started uh, phasing the VHS out. That's fucking bizarre, isn't it? It is bizarre. One of the worst fucking people to ever put on the Rolling Stone magazine, Britney Spears. What the fuck was that about? That was fucking stupid. I couldn't believe Britney. I, I stopped. I tell you, I used to read Rolling Stone all the time until that, like until that fucking moment. It was just like, no, this is not a fucking. They kind of, they kind of changed, didn't they, Rolling Stone? You know, Rolling Stone was always fucking cool, wasn't it? You know, it was a cool magazine. It was. You know, like you said, you'd always there'd always be a fucking article in there about one of the bands that you love, and then fucking start putting Britney Spears and fucking Mariah Carey on the cover and shit like Mate, that. They that. had fucking like the the first one I ever bought was Slash from Guns and Roses on there, and you know how fucking cool Slash is. Oh, yeah. Mate, and it, I remember buying it, and I've, I think I've still fucking got it somewhere because I remember that was just badass. So the year of Pokemon cards, um, fucking hell, that was when and. Um, there was a thing instant on Pokemon cards where somebody robbed sixty something like I can't remember hundred and sixty fucking dollars worth or pounds or whatever. I don't know what city it was in, but someone robbed somebody 
uh, by gunpoint and rob these Pokemon cards because they're all fucking nuts for them. Fucking bizarre. Get into it. I don't. Oh, I, I do it, mate. Love. I don't it. like Pokemon. Never have. Loved never it. will. Loved it. And nah. again, Pokemon, we are, again, for people who don't know, um, we have got a podcast on the side. Uh, well, it's not a side. Uh, it is our main podcast. Well, these, these are both our main podcasts. Um, but we uh, have rebranded into a nostalgia podcast. We are now the lads of the past crusades. Come and check us out. Um, so, yeah, if you listen to this, go and check over. Um, it's a bit more bluer than this. It's not um, music related at all. It's a bit fucked up, if I'm honest, Brent. Um, <laughs> you know what, mate? I, what I, all I'll say to anybody that hasn't listened to our, our lads of the past uh, podcast, it's pure comedy, mate. It's pure. I think it's pure. It's even even though I'm involved in it, mate, and I record it with yourself and and Dean, I go back, mate, and I listen to that, and I'm pissing myself laughing at what we at, 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 at what we talk about, and and it's the reactions from all of us. So like we, you could say something, and I will answer to you, and you'll start pissing yourself. And honestly, guys, if you just want something, I think it's like hearted. I know you say it's blue, and it, and the stories do get a bit fucking wild. I'll be honest, but it's pure comedy. And for anybody who's having a bad day, or has had a shit day at work, and you you've got an hour's drive home or an hour and a half drive home, get it on your playlist. Listen to Parking Monkey podcast. Then listen to the lads of the past crusade because honestly, it's I love being a part of it. I really do. It's, it's pure comedy. It's gold. It is, and we've got uh, uh, this episode. We're going to be talking about parents. So, um, <laughs> we, so if people want to fucking tune into that, we're going to be talking about our parents. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, no, oh dear. Uh, I don't know how dark it's going to get. Um, it's going to be mint. It's going to be good, so we're going to be talking about parents. Anyway, at 1999, <laughs> 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 it's going to get fucking horrible, I know it is. I'm going to hear some stories from Dean about like <laughs> his parents locked him up in a suitcase and fucking flung him out the window or something. Oh, God. His parents, locked him, his parents <laughs> locked him up in a suitcase for two weeks while they fucked off to Spain. <laughs> He's <laughs> coming, uh, lads. So, yeah. Lads, it's a past crusade. So, if you listen to this episode, it should be entwined with the next one, which will be about parents. But we are going to be talking about school. Uh, we're going to be talking about skiving. Uh, we're going to be talking oh, yes. about. We're going to be talking about um, our best. So, we're going to be talking about friends back in the past. We're going to be talking about loads of stuff. So, yeah, just tune in to us. Hopefully you will uh, enjoy it. So uh, yeah, back to 1999. Uh, Bruce Willis uh, was in the Sixth Sense. What a film! Yeah, and everybody knows. Oh, see, don't people. Everyone knows what? that. Only they fucking seen that coming. No, they didn't. They never no saw that coming. It was that. What's his name? It's Sham, Sh- Shalaman, or isn't it? Something like that. Uh, Midnight Shalaman. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll tell that's you what. Great you don't even like friends? Bruce Willis. No, it's, I, no, I don't. But Matthew Perry told told a really good story about um, Midnight Shyamalan, or whatever his name is. So they, he went out on the piss, as, as he did. This is before he died. He told us this story. He went out on the piss with uh, this with Midnight Shyamalan, and he was like 
like, oh, fucking, you're Midnight Shyamalan, come for a drink. So they went out to these bars, going around New York, him and Midnight Shyamalan, he's like trying to get his feet foot for the door, so he like puts me in one of his films, and Matt, again, we all know Matthew Perry was a fuckhead, like, just drank and did loads of drugs. And then right at the end of the night, he was shouting this guy, like, Midnight, come on, man, let's go to yours, let's go to yours. And he's like, what the why? No, you won't like mine. He's like, come on, let's go to yours. And he's like, why do you keep calling me Midnight? And he's like, because you're Midnight Shaman. He's like, my name's not fucking Midnight. He's like, Mohammed. <laughs> he's been fucking traipsing this taxi guy around fucking New York. Fucking love it. Unbelievable. So, yeah, that's not, that's a funny story. I think um, personally, and, yeah. I'd say, I reckon mine and yours, best film, one of the best films I've ever seen was released in 99. Oh, yeah? Fight Club. Fucking brilliant film. Absolutely fucking banger. I've read the book. The book's even better, man. I've read the book. Fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant book. It's, it's a quick read. It's dead easy. And it's fucking fun. Great book. And it's pretty much the same. Except, like, do you know when he pulls out that Chinese guy in the shop and he pulls it and he says, like, I want you to become uh, a veterinarian in a week. If not, I'm going to come and kill you. And he shoots, sends him off. Where in the book, he actually, that Chinese guy joins Fight Club. So it's, it's a bit, some stuff's a bit different, but it's, it's a great uh, scene. Oh, it's fucking brilliant, and it made sense as well. And the last thing I want to talk about in 1999 is the Y2K meltdown. Can you remember that shit? Fucking hell. I do remember that, that shit, shit mate. was fucking ridiculous, wasn't it? I know fucking loads about it. I'm not going to rant on about it because it's on the other podcast. Um, the world was going to end, wasn't it? Or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, music wise, in 1999, oh. God, some fucking good songs actually. But some Sixpence None the Richer, Kiss Me, you know, Cranby's yeah, Ripoff. I'll take that. I'll take it though, yeah, it's yeah. Not, not a bad yeah, song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Goo Goo Dolls Slide, fucking hell, that was a good song. I like mm. the Goo Goo Dolls. I am. Um, TLC No Scrubs. No, thank you. No, I'll have to, thank I've got, you. I've got to jump in. I've got to jump Go in on. here. Uh, with uh, No Scrubs, because. You obviously know my Mrs. Trina. Yeah. 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 You know my cousin Leoa. Yeah. And her sister, my other cousin Chanel. Yeah. Makes TLC. And that's what they sing on karaoke, no scrubs. Oh my dear God. I'll edit that. So, <laughs> so, so, so it goes from Trina singing Linger or Zombie, and then she gets yeah. up and does a bit of uh, TLC, no scrubs hip hop. I found your song of 1999, what you sing after. Raven fucking Living La Vida Loca. Yeah! Living La Vida Loca. I find your song, mate. <laughs> Flying Without Wings by Westlife. Oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Cliff Richard, The Millennium Prayer? Oh, fuck off. Absolutely mate, horrible. There's some really I've, cringy fucking songs in 1999. Mate, I have literally, I've had to do it because I thought, I've got to see this. I've got to have a look at this fucking 1999. These yeah. top songs. Mate, what a bag of shit. <laughs> Steps. <laughs> Steps. Oh, Britney Spears. Yeah. Fucking bewitched. Blame it on the weather, man. Oh, no. Martin, Martin McCutcheon. S Club 7. Fucking. Oh, no. Oh, R. Kelly fucking released a fucking bunch as well. Fucking R. Kelly's everywhere. Fucking R. Kelly's everywhere. Hey, there's 
I'm looking at three songs that might save 1999, Liam. Go on. On my list. Pretty Fly for a White Guy was huge. Oh, fucking love our sprinting. Huge, huge mate. Times. Great band. And Great band. One of my, this is one of, this is on my, a lot of my playlists actually. One of my favourite songs, Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. Not bad, not bad. Did you, know that, did you know that Lenny Kravitz was in the same school in the same year and it was mates for Slash? Yes, I did, I did. Yeah, both from, both from Stoke, aren't they? Yeah. Stoke area. Yeah. And then the other one, absolute fucking banger, mate. Absolute banger. Go on. Venger Boys, we're going to Ibiza. Mate, you can't beat the Venger Boys, I'm sorry, but you fucking can't. <laughs> what, about chocolate, what about chocolate salty balls by Chef at South Park? <laughs> <laughs> I love 1999. But the good as well. If you look, if you look at 1999, it's pretty much a mix. Obviously, you've got three songs, it three makes. or four songs. You've got Offspring, Lenny Kravitz, and um, but it's a it's a it's a mix of really shit pop music, and then like your disco dance music, you know, like fucking Armin Van Helden and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like Venger Boys. It's like really cheesy disco pop in the back room of the bell because you're DJing because you're shite. Yeah, yeah you go in the back room, mate. You're fucking going no. there. What stays in the bell? Go- <laughs> what DJ, yo, DJ, 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 what, what? Can I please have a rock beat by steps? No, I never played anything <laughs> in the last or two. I just used to pour my beer on and like, fuck off. I'm the fucking boss tonight. But uh, there's, there's, there's some saving grace for 1999. I mean, you had Every Morning by Sugar Ray. I mean, that was a fucking brilliant song. Yeah. Love that song. Uh, it's a good one. Um, Eagle Eye Cherry, Save Tonight. That was a really, it's a really, really, really good song. Um, obviously, Leonard Kravitz was on there. Fucking great song. Um, but then the Chilis did Scar Tissue. Great song. Yeah, yeah. That so was a brilliant album, you know. It was, it was. Californication, wasn't it? Yeah, well, no, that was a great album, that was. Yeah, yeah. But there's, there's, yeah, again, so it's like, it's it's a mixture, isn't it? I mean, the Goo Goo Dolls were flying in that year, and again, I've seen the Goo Goo Dolls loads, and they were fucking amazing. And they're, they're so humble and a great band. And I, again, see, that I got, I am punky, and I listen to punk stuff, but, you know, I do like other shit as well. Um, so yeah, 1999 music was fucking banging, and it was a good year, and I'm I'm really happy with 1999. I had loads of laughs and fun with it. Um, just yeah, just uh, Sarah McLaughlin, fucking Jesus Christ, fucking take me home, fucking Christ. So yeah, on that note, 1999. Thank you very much, and goodbye. God bless. Fuck off. And that will bring us to the end of our episode as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I want to thank the Bracknell for letting us use their music. Um, hopefully, uh, like Brendan says, we're going to get them on the show. And uh, we're going to get the 76 Club on. And I'm dying to get the Blue Collars on as well. So hopefully we're going to have some really, really good bands on here to chat about what they're doing. Uh, Jamie Fasaludo as well um, for his new band. They're going to be joining us. Um, and my friend Mike Armitage who's going to be doing a live set for us which Brendan doesn't know about um, but he does now he's going to be doing a live set so uh, yeah that's going to be very interesting but he's just like a a pub singer but he's fucking brilliant he played at um, my friend's birthday party and everyone was just singing and he's just so good he's like a Derby's Ed Sheeran (laughs) I love it 
But he like plays Oasis songs, but has his own beat machine and stuff. So he, you know, he's he's fucking fantastic. And yeah, yeah, and he's, he, he, he has such good nights. Um, so yeah, we've got some good guys joining us. Hopefully, on more episodes. I hope you guys have liked any new music and that. Please check out over the last 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 lads of the past crusade it is a fucking time twister um not said it on the show yet so lads of the past crusade check out our podcast have you got anything else to say bren i just uh again I, i'm i'm gonna say it every week i'm sound like a broken record um just want to thank everybody who has listened to both podcasts has supported both podcasts um i am going to try and get some more tiktok videos out there i will be active on the facebook page if you know if you guys could just do us one favor whoever's listening to the podcast i know there's some lads and lasses that's just give us a review because every time somebody gives us a review on parker monkey podcast or lads of the past crusade podcast it, it helps us massively because it helps spread the word it's not about us you know, begging you guys to, to, to listen to us or to help us if you guys are, are reviewing us or liking what we're putting out there or sharing it gets it to a broader spectrum of people that might like what we're doing but yeah me and Liam are so, are so thankful for, for the support again I'll, and it's something I'll say every week again another broken record coming onto the, the, the music player is I thank Liam for doing this with me, uh, couldn't do it without him because he does do a lot, a lot of work for it in the background. And we both work hard. We've both got families at home and dogs to look after and stuff. So yeah, just thank, thank everybody for the support. And yeah, um, hoping to arrange some, some guests. You know, some of them might not be music artists. Some, some might be people that have got a different. Uh, taste of music that just want to come on that have listened to us and said look I want to come on I want to talk about I want to talk to you guys about what I listen to and, and we're all for that so if any of you, anybody out there wants to come on and talk or promote their music give us a shout we're, we're, we're open we're nice lads you know there's a, there's a can of Red Bull or a non-alcoholic kind of Guinness in it for you or a cup of tea just give us a shout yeah so uh, yeah Thank you very much, Liam. Thanks again. Another great episode. And I'll see you soon, brother. Nice one. Thank you very much, guys. And, uh, yeah, so this is the end of the episode. And please message us uh, any questions, any songs you want us to review. You know, we'd love it. And, again, like Brent said, if you want to join us on the show, let us know. We'll have anybody on board. Dead easy. So, yeah, thank you very much, guys. Take care. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you on the next episode. Comb your hair. Fuck off. <laughs> Take care. Comb your hair. Now fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah, that was good, mate. That was good. <laughs>